So this is Lauren Fiorelli, and I'm here Hi. for the Brooklyn Public Library's project, Our Streets, Our Stories. Today's January 29th, 2016, and I'm here with Irene Dabrowski. So, Irene. Hi, nice to meet you, Lauren. Nice to meet you, too. Lauren, I am a real Brooklynite because I was born in Brooklyn Hospital, which is, which is on DeKalb Avenue in Ashland Place, across the street from Brooklyn Technical High School. And I grew up on DeKalb Avenue between Claremont and Vanderbilt. And um, I, I went to Catholic school around the corner, which was Queen of All Saints. And across the street from there, it's still in existence. It's um, Bishop Laughlin High School. And my father was the local barber. And in, uh, when he did barbering, he actually cut the hair of the... Um, Catholic bishops in the neighborhood because the bishops they still I don't know if they still live there but they live on Clinton Avenue a beautiful house and I had a lot of good friends and um, we played uh, we didn't play actually in the streets but we played sometimes in the local playground and my friends lived in brownstone houses I did not I lived on top of a store on decal but they lived on Claremont Avenue and most of my friends were Italian, and they had the most beautiful families. They had like, you know, the grandmother, the grandfather, different, um, uh, you know, aunts and uncles, and I remember that very much because um, I just had my parents and my brother and sister. So one of my greatest memories is, um, to this day, I can sing, but back when we were little, I think like eight, nine, and ten-ish, we used to play show in, in the, the airy way of uh, my friend Roseanne. I probably don't remember her last name. And we would sing and I don't know if we did so much dancing, but we did that. And then we also had, everybody had their carriage and their dolls, you know, mostly the baby dolls. And we played being moms. And, and we all used to say, well, how old were you when you had your baby? 16, 17, that was back in the day, and that was fun. Then uh, my brother used to play on the roof, and I know we weren't supposed to run on the roof, but we did run on the roof, and we played cowboys and Indians too. <laughs> so. And this may sound like a silly memory, but you know the big fat pretzels of today? There used to be a, a pretzel, not a truck, I don't know what you call it, like a, like it was stationary, sort of like the hot dog stands that you see to get today. I'm sure the pretzels were a nickel a piece and they were absolutely delicious. Where and, was the stand? Oh, on the corner of Vanderbilt Avenue and DeKalb. And it was, they were delicious. I mean, that was like, after you get out of school, you wanna eat something good. And that was, I love pretzels to this day. So that was, that was good. Um, I had, uh, my cousin Marianne had moved to um, uh, Clinton Hill and she lived on Clinton Avenue. I know those apartments are probably condos now, but back in the day they were apartments. And from her bedroom, you could see uh, the L train. I think maybe it's the Myrtle Avenue L train I don't remember I went from Ridgewood to about J Street and uh, I really didn't need to take that to go to school but uh, 
you could take it to go to, high, I mean, my high school. So um, we, we, me and my brother especially, we have very fond memories of having grown up there. And truthfully, I wish my father had bought a house there. He was considering it, but I guess he was getting older. But In Clinton Hill? Yeah, I would have loved to live there. And I won't go now because I did go on a nostalgia walk maybe about seven years ago. I had to um, go downtown Brooklyn there and... Uh, you know, it's changed so much, and I did meet a man on the corner. It used to be um, not a, uh, probably a cleaner's or something, and I started chatting with him, and he did remember my father. Now, the irony was my father's name was Anthony, but uh, they used to put gold signs with the, um, with the person who owned the store, but whoever... <laughs> Uh, drew it or it was like calligraphy they put Albert's barbershop so everybody knew my father as Al but he was really a Tony so, <laughs> and on my block on that block we lived on top of the butcher on the corner there was a grocery store across the street with Be was Bayron's pharmacy then there was the candy store and then people used to look out of their window and see what was going on and my friend Angela Semino her parents uh, opened up Semino's restaurant, and I don't think it's in existence. But anyway, they own Semino's restaurant. And where was the restaurant? Across the street on Decap Avenue. Oh, Across okay. the street. I guess we could wave, but we never waved. But you could have waved, you know. <laughs> Hi. And there was the famous Mrs. Wershing. And my brother told me that she had died whatever year. And I said, oh, I said, she lived in the neighborhood all these years? And he said, yeah. But she knew everybody's business and always looked out the windows. No, she was a doll. She was not. A, she was a good woman. Yeah. So I have fond memories growing up there. I'm very happy. And when did you leave Clinton Hill? Uh, I left, uh, well, my father moved to Sunset Park to 44th Street. And uh, that was late. Probably about 1960-ish, because then I was going to high school, and I went downtown Brooklyn to St. Joseph's High School, which is on Willoughby Street, and it's still there. And then uh, we moved to 44th Street, and my, my father used to drive me to school because he then would drive to his barber shop in Clinton Hill. But um, I don't know. I think my father didn't. Well, he died a long time ago. No, he died in the 70s. But I never really cared for Sunset Park that much. It was okay, but it wasn't my neighborhood. What was different about it? Uh, well, they had very steep uh, blocks, actually, and I did not like uh, the house. That, it wasn't a house. It was, what do you call it? How many stories? Four stories, two apartments on each floor, and then a basement apartment, which was like for the superintendent. And uh, it wasn't pretty. I guess at my time, uh, Clinton Hill was a pretty neighborhood, you know. And But I have my friend Alina. In fact, I did talk to her maybe two weeks ago. We we're about the same age. She's, uh, she told me her birthday's January 12th. And she had lived there, and she had heard that I was moving in, and we were the same age. So I remember she rang my bell. She is Polish, but she was born late. I think she was born in England, but I guess she, her parents were from Poland. And uh, we had been friends for many, many years. And she still lives there, but she got married. And, I don't in know. Sunset Park? Yeah. Yeah. 
so uh, Sunset Park was just okay, but it was never my neighborhood as a child. I'm, I'm very happy I had fond memories of where I lived and playing. And what I loved was we played outside in the summer, and you, you, you just looked at uh, the time and you said, oh, it's time to go home, it's 8.30 or 9, or sometimes your mom would yell out the window and call your name, and you knew it was time to go in. So I thought it was so cool. Like, of course, there was no cell phones and all that jazz. Did you feel like you had some kind of freedom? Or what was it like? What were your impressions of growing up? I just loved the fact that we could play outside and there was no harm that someone would take you or do something to, you know, hurt you in any matter. It was like a great sense of freedom, yeah. And in the park, we didn't do it, but there were other kids and they did skelsies and everything. So we used to watch them doing skelsies, but we guys didn't do it. You know, like boys. So they used to do that. And the swings, too. We used to go on the swings. And, uh, yeah. It, it was good. I, I can picture it still in my mind. Yeah. I wish I... I wish we could have stayed there. I, don't, I mean, I'm sure it changes. It changes through the years, like every area. How did you end up in Bay Ridge? Um, my father knew that eventually he would uh, be retiring, and he was part owner of that big building. And I guess he wanted an opportunity to live in the building that he was part owner to. So that's why we moved there. But. Um, I just never liked the apartment. I just, it was, eh. Were you still a teenager when you? Yeah, I was a teenager. That's okay. why Alina, you know, we were the same age. We were uh, 13. But she went to, um, she went to the fancy school in Park Slope. It was a high school then. St. Francis Xavier, they had uh, all girls high school, but that was, you know, St. Joseph's was reasonably priced, but she went to, uh, more upper echelon school, and she had academic uh, subjects. I had commercial. My last year of graduating was St. Joseph's Commercial High School. What does that mean? That means mostly in the back in my time, still, even though I'm sort of on the cusp, I'm, I guess I'm the first baby boomer. Um, it was you be like a secretary because you learned the stenography, which I always loved. But you could have gone to college too, of course, but. The emphasis was still on the secretarial uh, preparation for work. But did you end up following that path? Or? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Wasn't me. No? no? What would you have done if you could? Well, because I can sing, and I guess, I not that I acted a lot. I mean, you know, community theater, I'm talking with. And, uh, my inner spirit, although people think I'm quiet and all that, my inner spirit is a creative kind of spirit. I thrive in that. Yeah. You did community theater? A little bit, yeah. In yeah. Brooklyn? Or in Bay Ridge. In Bay Ridge, Ridge Narrows Community Theater, and they're still there now. Of course, they have young, young people, a lot of people who come to uh, Brooklyn from other states, and of course, they have a theatrical background. But they're pretty good. They're doing a play uh, in about a week or two, three weekends, and it's supposed to be a comedy, and here's the title, Men Are Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> How long did you participate in the theater? Uh, just uh, two different shows. Not Hello, Dolly, I'm getting mixed up. Oh, what's the one? It, uh, 
the one that's on Broadway now, Tradition. Oh, Fiddler on the Roof. Fiddler on the Roof, and the other one, which was uh, Mame. Okay. What was? How was it? Did it connect connect you to the community in Bay Ridge a little more? Oh yeah. What was oh it yeah. Like doing oh, I like I liked it. Yeah, I liked it very much. Yeah, and uh, we had like good costumes. And a lot of people came out. It's thrilling. Yeah, there's still, even though I'm, you know, grown woman now, they do very good work. They did South Pacific, which I just saw this past November. And first I was being a little critical of it, and then I turned my opinion and I said, that is a difficult play for a community theater to do because that was on Broadway. But excellent, the singers, the dancers, the costumes, yeah. So that kind of keeps uh, the uh, Bay Ridge community going because I think it must be 40-something years old, the, maybe 43 or 44 years old. So like I said, there's new blood there. There's, it's lovely. I'm going to see Men Are Dogs for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that's about, I don't know. You'll have to let us know. Yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> um, so... Do you what do you have any memories of actually when you were in the place the couple plays that you were in? Yeah, well actually I have to I have to correct something. Fiddler was right in Diker and the Saint Bernadette's, which is across the street from okay. the Diker Library, and that was that group is called is called the Stravelli Players, and they had a big 40th anniversary party this year, which I did go to. And I'm happy I went there because I know some people from, you know, local theater, other people I don't, didn't know. But it was such a, how can I say, a warm, happy-go-lucky feeling that um, I was so happy I went to that uh, anniversary party. Yeah, and there were, like my, whatever year mine was, but there were two other fiddlers on the roof. So um some of us got together and we sang two songs in group and then other people who were in other place they kind of did the same and i sang a couple of songs by myself you know songs that i like it was a wonderful party and the woman who is the president um she lives way out in staten island and she's the one that organized it and it turned out beautiful do you so. still sing in the community i do i sing two places in in the diker library with the diker singers and i oh, wow. i believe it's our fifth year but uh, people said it's the sixth year well it's the fifth year and i saw it advertised in another library in bay ridge on 73rd street and it said there was um something through life arts i guess it's uh singing broadway songs and of course loving broadway music that's what got me here and then I am a member of my parish, which is St. Patrick's, on the corner of 95th and 4th Avenue, and we have a choir. And currently our uh, director, he's great, his name is Chris Vath, V-A-T-H, and he took over after this Mr. Bruski died, but I only joined maybe seven years ago, so I got to meet Mr. Bruski, and he was what they call a maestro. And he had been with that parish for 50 years. So young men that I know who are in their early 50s, when Mr. Bruski had passed, they had this big funeral mass for him. So these guys, they knew him when they were seven, eight, and nine. And a couple of them were crying because they learned love of music and to be um, musicians with different instruments, you know. If it wasn't for Mr. Bruski, they would never have gotten to be singers and guitarists and uh, 
pianist, and one guy, John Heffernan, I'll give him a plug. He's a head of, um, of the Rhapsody Players, and uh, they um, sing wonderful. They sing music from, I don't know, maybe 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, until today's time. There's, I believe, four or five men and three women, and I saw them recently. And I never get tired of, of listening to them because they are the greatest. And they, too, for the uh, Catholic schools that are, you know, they don't, you know, they're needing money. So they sing at different uh, parishes, and uh, they don't take any money home. Whatever they get, they give to the school, like the, the Catholic school, which are mostly called academies now because they're run by like a board of trustees. And John is, John is the best, and his sister is the best too. Yes. In fact, she sang um, one of Whitney Houston's songs. Uh, this was in the summer. We went, we went to see them at the St. Mary's Greek Church on Ridge and 82nd because they had air conditioning. And the priest there, he said, oh, you guys don't have air conditioning, so come on down. Very, very lovely. So when she sang, I, you know, I can't think of the song, you know, the one of the and I'll always love you, God Almighty. I mean, I mean, Whitney has had her stupendous voice, but. This was next in line. She's and, pretty comparable. Yeah, she's comparable. She's great. Well, you stayed in Bay Ridge all, all these years. What made you stay? Well, because I was happy there with my my church community, my friends. Uh, you know, it was like my home. I, I I found it to be my home, and I don't know friends, and I knew the store owners, but um, you know. Now uh, I am older, I am a senior citizen, and uh, everything is changing now, and uh, I, I know what kind of person I am. I have a hard time with change, and it has to, I mean, it has to change. So, but, um, so you'll stay? Is I'll stay, yeah. Is any of your family still in the neighborhood, too? No, I moved to Bay Ridge uh, by myself. Uh, Oh, I thought you said you'd moved with your with your father. Yeah, my father died uh, in 1974, and my mother died in 1986. But my mother had moved uh, after my father passed. She lived on 44th Street, but then she moved to um, Staten Island, New York neighborhood, and then my sister moved to Staten Island way back in '74 also. And she stayed there many years until four years ago she moved to New Jersey because she's older than I am. Yeah. She has her, you know, uh, she decided to move to New Jersey near her grown kids, so. Okay. But you stayed in, you stayed in Bay Ridge? I stayed in Bay Ridge. I always loved it. I can't explain it. What made you love it? Because the people, I, I connected with good people. I like the people. Yeah. I, I feel community, you know. It's something is keeping people together, you know, and I like that feeling. Do you spend most of your time in the neighborhood or do you travel out? I do, but I would like to travel out, to be honest with you. Where would you like to go? What other places in the city? Well, I don't know if I want to go to like Williamsburg neighborhood and and that, but um, I don't know. I go to to some place in Manhattan. I go for... uh, um, a medical reason. I like uh, 168th Street where that uh, Columbia Hospital is. Mm-hmm. 
I don't I like that neighborhood. I don't know Washington why Heights. I don't know why I'm attracted to that. Yeah. It's the strangest thing. It's a good area. Yeah, like when I have an appointment which is like next Thursday. Like if it's a good day I'm gonna hang out a little bit and walk. You've been to Highbridge that's in that area? Highbridge no. Park. What walk. street is that, may I ask? Um it's it's right at like one seventieth. One seventieth. Yes, it's okay. a little farther up. But okay. it's all on the east side. There's a park, and then they oh. just reopened the high bridge, which it connects Manhattan to the Bronx. It's a footbridge. It's You're a kidding. Bridge. You should go walk So it. that's 170th on the east side. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. And then when you go up on Thursday, you should walk it. Yeah. Nice walk. If, if they've cleared the snow and everything. If they've, yeah, thank you very much. It's yeah. a beautiful, it's a beautiful bridge right over the yeah, river. Yeah, I don't, I, until I went to this hospital, I mean, I heard of it, but I never was in that part of Manhattan. You know, I know other sections because I primarily worked in Manhattan all my life, you know. But something calls me there, and I don't even know what it is. I just like it. But I, you won't leave Brooklyn? No, no. And I look at, when I have lunch, at, I look at the George Washington Bridge and the water on the west side there. And um, something good, but I will check out the east side and the High Bridge Park see what's doing there. <clears throat> yeah, you should. Well, do you have any last memories you want to share with me about living in Brooklyn? Well, to me, it's a place that uh, is meaningful to me. Uh, and through my life, when I, you know, used to, when I was younger, I used to travel here and there. And then people would say, well, where do you live? And I said, Brooklyn. And they go, well, I was born there. My mother was born there. There was some kind of connection with people no matter where I went, and it was quite interesting, you know. Or I lived on in Flatbush, I lived in uh, Windsor Park, or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. so many people are connected to, yeah, the, to, to this place. Yeah, to Brooklyn, you know. So, I mean, famous people, too. But, I mean, it's like, I feel like I have good roots. You know what I mean? It's like good roots. Like, I'm proud to say I'm, I'm a and I'm kind of like a hoity-toity, too. I said, I'm, I'm a real Brooklynite. I'm you can tell me that. Yes, I am. And I, <laughs> you know. Well, thanks for sitting down with me today, Irene. It was really nice to Thank talk you. to you. Thank uh, you. I'm glad I did this today, and I didn't really plan on it, but it, it was a fun experience for me. And uh, all right. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you.